Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the 78th episode of the Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast. If there is anybody still out there, and hopefully if there are people still listening, you don't remember just how long it's been since we've put out a new episode. And to make matters even worse, I'm actually recording this episode solo, mostly because I just donated blood and they said I can't go to the gym today. So I thought, what better opportunity to record a long overdue new podcast episode? And I do feel very passionately about today's topic. And to be honest, my beloved Sarah doesn't really have a whole lot to contribute to this episode anyway. I also wanted to mention that in order to start getting more new episodes out, I think what I'm going to do is start doing more interviews with inspiring people and vegans in the health and fitness and wellness space. So if there is anyone in particular that you, our beloved listeners, want me to interview, by all means, I am more than happy to accept your suggestions. You can shoot me an email to sam at jackedonthebeanstalk.com. And with that, let us get on to this episode already, which is all about BCAAs and EAAs. Here we go. Welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk vegan podcast, hosted by the Shorky Sisters. Repping the vegan hippie meatheads of the world is Sam, the first ever vegan World Naturals bikini pro, coach, author, and blogger who's got an ass that's out of this world. Repping the busy, tired moms of the world is Sarah, and her ass is, well, mediocre. Together, they're on a mission to live with purpose and unlock the mysteries of a healthy mind, body, and spirit. So grab a seat in the back of Sarah's minivan and enjoy the ride. All right, so on this episode, I thought it could be useful to talk about something that I get asked about as a coach pretty damn often. And it's definitely a topic that I see coming up all the time in all the vegan bodybuilding groups on Facebook and in the bodybuilding world in general. And I wanted to throw my own hat into the ring on this one, if you will. And yes, it's purely based on my own opinion as somebody who does work in the fitness industry for more than a decade now as a vegan bodybuilding coach. So I do like to think that with my experience as a competitor myself and someone who's been bodybuilding for almost 15 years, the whole time being plant-based or at least vegetarian, I do have a good handle on this topic and what I think is most beneficial to us vegans. And that topic is whether we should or should not be supplementing with branch-chain amino amino acids, aka BCAAs. So you might be wondering, what exactly are BCAAs? And as we all know, along with fats and carbohydrates, protein is, of course, one of the most important macronutrients that our bodies need to live and survive. And our bodies use the proteins from the foods that we eat to build and repair tissues, i.e. grow muscle, our most important 
important process for all of us meatless meatheads, of course. But also, those proteins help to make hormones and enzymes and all kinds of things that are extremely vital to us being our most optimal. And yes, BCAAs are a group of amino acids that are considered to be the building blocks of protein. And what that means is that our bodies basically need 20 different amino acids to function optimally. And awesomely enough, our bodies can actually create 11 of them, which are called non-essential amino acids, but the other nine we actually have to get from the food we eat, hence the term essential amino acids. Now, generally speaking, we consider foods that are high in essential amino acids to be a higher quality protein. And to take it a step further, we like to say that a complete protein is a food that contains all nine of those essential amino acids. And if you've ever had a discussion with a meat-eating meathead, you've probably heard them say that any animal meat and also eggs and cow's milk are considered to be complete proteins and that plant source or plant-based proteins are not complete, therefore they're a more inadequate form of protein. But let's not go down there because it's not to say that plant proteins are ever missing or completely lacking in amino acids. They simply have more or less of one kind, excluding there are three big nutritional vegan powerhouse foods that actually are considered complete proteins because they do contain all nine essential amino acids. And those bad boys are... quinoa, soy, and chia seeds. Now, the big difference is that, sure, animal proteins do offer more protein per serving than a similar size serving of chia seeds, quinoa, or tofu. But... All unnecessary torture, suffering, and death of our animal friends aside, many studies, as most of us vegans know, have linked animal consumption to a major increased risk of heart disease and stroke. But I don't even want us to go in that direction with this podcast, i.e. animal versus plant-based protein discussion, because I'm pretty sure everybody listening to my podcast is already vegan or at least veg curious and probably doesn't give a crop about animal-based protein. So instead, I wanted us to cover some of the essential amino acids that are missing from plant foods or, or sometimes missing, and then the essential amino acids that are most important for those of us who are bodybuilding and obviously wish to build more muscle. So there are actually only four essential amino acids that are sometimes missing in plant foods, and they are lysine, tryptophan, methionine, and phenylalanine. And uh, (laughs) as I'm trying to pronounce these essential amino acid names, I'm remembering uh, when I gave a big presentation on this once in Montreal. It was actually a big event that Dr. Greger was headlining. So it was a pretty big deal. And man, did I butcher the pronunciation of these. And here I am, like three, four years later, still butchering them. But anyway, the good news is that by eating a variety of foods, you should still be able to get enough of these essential amino acids. So lysine, for instance, 
It can be found in seitan, quinoa, all beans, nutritional yeast, which we all love, right? Very high in lysine, lentils as well, and then of course, one of our powerhouses, soy. Tryptophan, easily found in spinach, asparagus, and any of my competitors listening, you guys know how much asparagus we eat. Here's one of our favorites for all you PB lovers. Peanuts are very high in tryptophan and sesame seeds and pumpkin seeds as well. Methionine, methionine, I don't even know guys, but it can be found in avocado. I know there's a lot of avocado fans out there. Also sunflower seeds, sunflower seed butter, Brazil nuts, and one of our vegan bodybuilding staple foods, good old oats. And then finally, the last one, phenylalanine, phenylalanine. can be found in all nuts, pumpkin seeds, sesame seeds, most whole grains actually, soy of course, chickpeas, and lentils. Now when it comes to BCAAs specifically, the three essential amino acids that we vegan bodybuilders are often most concerned with and thankfully are also easier to pronounce, but they are leucine, isoleucine, and valine. Valine, I think it's valine. But yeah, it's this key trio that helps stimulate muscle growth and repair the most. And together, it's these three essential amino acids that basically form a branch chain structure, hence the name branch chain amino acids, BCAAs, where they not only build muscle, but they also decrease muscle fatigue and alleviate muscle soreness. So these are very important amino acids, as you can imagine. Valine specifically supports the lean muscle mass building and repair processes. Leucine activates a path way in the body that stimulates muscle protein synthesis, which basically means the process of making actual muscle. And then isoleucine is so good at helping to reduce the harmful effects of stress on your body. Because as we all know, bodybuilding is obviously a pretty big form of stress on your body. And again, going back to foods, soy, all kinds of beans, lentils, and pumpkin seeds, are all excellent sources of both leucine and valine, and you can easily get enough isoleucine through soy and seaweed. So yeah, these are all great foods to consume, obviously, but what most bodybuilders do, including myself, is simply include a good quality BCAA supplement into your nutrition regimen or supplement regimen. And for the record, guys, I wanted to put this episode out because I am not sponsored by any kind of BCAA company. I have worked with a few over the years, yes. I'm currently testing out different brands and what sparked me to record this episode is that just recently I've actually switched to doing an EAA powder, which is all the rage in the bodybuilding world as of late. And I also just want to make it clear that I do firmly believe that for vegans who are wanting to pack on muscle, it can greatly benefit your efforts to include a BCAA or EAA supplement into your routine. And I don't do anything crazy, just a scoop size serving added to the water I drink when I'm at the gym doing my weight training. I would also do a scoop right before or during any fasted cardio I might do in the morning. If I have a client competing or doing a pretty intense shredding program, I'll often have them doing a few scoops of BCAAs throughout the day, mostly because it it really helps with retaining muscle 
and preventing muscle loss. And that's a pretty big thing too. None of us want to deal with. And I even think that they're also great for boosting energy, especially when you're in a pretty strict caloric deficit. And hey, again, I know there are many vegans out there who don't think it is necessary to supplement with these. And I see them sharing their views all over the internet and all over the vegan bodybuilding groups. And there are a ton of non-vegan bodybuilders and coaches out there who also don't think it's necessary to supplement with amino acids. And hey, if you are a meat eater and you are able to consume 130 plus grams of protein every day, then you probably don't need a BCA supplement either. But if you are a vegan and you want to build some muscle, I highly suggest this is an important supplement to add into your routine. And again, as I mentioned earlier, there are many plant foods that do contain a small amount of these important muscle building amino acids, but the vegan diet does tend to be lower in amino acids than a meat eater's diet, whether we want to admit it or not. And this is why I do believe it is easy and helpful for us bodybuilder vegans to just add a supplement into the mix. And as I mentioned earlier, lately for me personally, it's been an EAA product rather than my good old BCAAs that I've was consuming for, God, close to 10 years now, I would say. And in case anyone's wondering, EAAs mean essential amino acid blends, and they contain all nine amino acids that the body cannot produce itself, including those three important branch chain amino acids. So my own coaching opinion is kind of starting to shift to the belief that BCAAs are maybe better suited for people who do meet their total daily protein needs and EAAs are best for those who typically fall short. And that might just be the case for a lot of vegans and at least vegans who are desperate to build some muscle. Like BCAAs, EAAs can be taken at any time. However, again, I believe either right before or during your workout are the most ideal times. I like to add mine to the water I'm drinking at the gym. I'll usually down half of of that water right at the start of my workout and then I'll fill the bottle up again and drink the rest throughout my workout to ensure that I'm well hydrated all the while supplying my muscles with those important amino acids. Oh also important I'm sure I don't need to mention this but you really want to make sure that you are buying a vegan brand of this supplement. Unfortunately most non-vegan BCAAs are made from animal or sometimes human hair hair, gross, duck feathers, and even animal skin. Yum. Whereas vegan sourced ones are usually derived from beets, sunflower seeds, or corn. And when buying any BCAA supplement, you do want to go for a formula that contains an optimal ratio of 2 to 1 to 1 for leucine, isoline, and valine. And bonus points if it's fermented, which there are a lot of fermented vegan BCAAs out there because that's obviously going to be great for your gut health too. Uh, what else? What else? So, ah, Finally, something else I hear a lot when I suggest that my clients supplement with BCAAs or now EAAs that I wanted to mention. I often get asked, 
for people who are already doing a protein powder supplement, they say, oh, my protein powder has a lot of amino acids in it. Do I still need to do a separate BCAA supplement? And my answer is, if your protein powder is made up of a combination of soy, rice, and pea protein, then yes, you are getting a complete protein of all the amino acids in this combination. And it's probably offering you a good dose of protein too, but most of us, including myself, do not consume a protein powder that is a combo of rice, pea, and soy. My own Jack on the Beanstalk brand of protein, for instance, is 100% organic brown rice concentrate, and I really like it this way because it's so easy on digestion, whereas unfortunately pea protein is not usually as digestion friendly for a lot of people. And also, I personally try to avoid soy in whatever protein powder I'm consuming because I already consume enough soy in my diet with my many other meals. And believe me, I am the first person to praise soybeans as a top quality protein source because of its complete amino acid profile. The problem is that in order to create soy protein isolate, soybeans are chemically engineered to obviously isolate the protein and it's this process that often strips out many of the other nutrients that the original bean contained whereas if you're going to eat tempeh or tofu or edamame you're still going to get all of those so that's pretty much all I wanted to say a little shorty episode since it's just me blathering on and on but I did want to conclude by saying that I would recommend that you absolutely supplement with BCAAs or EAAs if you're looking to max maximize your muscle building potential. And yes, I I am starting to think based on the latest research in the meathead world, bro science maybe, I don't know, but EAAs do seem to maybe give you more bang for your buck. But of course, everybody bear in mind that neither BCAAs or EAAs are going to do very much for you without consuming a plant protein rich diet in general. And of course, sticking to a consistent, solid resistance training program. And I know a coach who could probably help you out with that. Just go to jackedonthebeanstalk.com. All right, hope this was helpful for all of you guys. Coach Shorky out, and hopefully not out for as long as last time. But thank you guys for the support as always, and send me those interview recommendations. Can't wait to hear them.